Hello listeners, thanks for tuning in to this week's preview. We have the final group ones of the spring to wrap up, uh, Flemington and more high quality racing at Rose Hill too. We might quickly throw in a couple uh, to look at in Adelaide as well at Morfittville. The weather's been a bit nicer to us this week at uh, or in Melbourne and Adelaide. Uh, they're definitely going to be in the good range for running uh, those tracks, but we're still looking at heavy going in Sydney, possibly even a heavy 9 or heavy 10 uh, with a bit more rain there this week. And if some rain comes down uh, during the meeting at Rose Hill, then expect it to get out to a heavy 10. I'll start with Rose Hill and a couple of big races happening there. Race 6 is the $1 million golden gift for the two-year-olds. They're all so fresh and it's always hard uh, to pick uh, for two-year-old racing, especially with a heavy track. The ones I like the look of are number 8, Sneaky 5. I think her win at the Valley on a soft 7 a fortnight ago is the best uh, form line coming in. It was in a big field as well and she seemed to make easy work of them there. Hit the line really well, so I've got to have uh, her on top, Sneaky 5. And in second, I like number 7, Hunnam. From the uh, Hawks stable, they're going super well at the moment. And this horse only has a bit of trial form to work with, but that trial was done on a heavy and she did quite well. Seemed to handle the conditions. And um, it's a bit more of a backing the stable and jockey more than anything for Hunnam. But that's probably the best you can do with these two-year-olds anyway. So uh, they're probably the two to have. But don't be surprised to see a few of the other ones winning. The favourite in the race is number two, Captivant. Captivant will probably run well. Um, she's had, He's had one start for one win, but the question mark over this horse is he's never seen anything but a good track. So plenty of those in this race, of course, being only two-year-olds with only a race or two under their belt, but um, I couldn't have him on top at that price, so be wary of the favourite Captivant. Race 7 at Rose Hill is a group 2 over 1,400 metres and a cracking field entered in this one. It's uh, $5 the field and no clear-cut favourite. My top pick has to be number 10, Wonderbar. She's the best horse in the race, simple as that, uh, on a heavy track and a super consistent performer. She's placed in 90% of her her 17 starts and she's always in the finish. It's... Going to get the uh, perfect map out of barrier four. She came second only just last start over two hundred over 1,200 metres um, to another horse in this race, number three, Positive Peace. Um, Positive Peace goes in as my second pick, but uh, Wonderbar was gaining on her late yeah, in that race a fortnight ago. And with the extra 200 metres, another heavy track rating, I think Wonderbar will get the job done. They're the two to have, um, and one I think is over the odds in the race and can run a really big one is number 11, Ashani. Uh, she has heavy track form, and uh, second, uh, so she came second first up t- uh, over 1,200 metres about a month ago. She has a great second up record, uh, two wins from three starts in doing so, so don't leave her out of your chances with blowout odds of about $21. So 
What we'll do now, go over to Adelaide and the weather there looks a fantastic day. Uh, the track will be a good four and if it dries out, you know, it could even get into the good three range. Hopefully not, uh, but I think good four gives us the fairest racing possible. But um, keep in mind that the racing at Adelaide for the weekend is at the Parks track. So it's a shorter straight and really sharp corners. So the Parks track typically suits horses that are on speed in the first three or four in the race that corner really well, so keep that in mind when having a bet. The first race we'll look at there is race seven. It's a BM78, uh, but a nice prize pool of $100,000 up for grabs in this one. Run over 1,400 metres, and it's attracted a good uh, quality field of ten runner, of 12 runners. Sorry. My top pick in the race has to be number 10, La Richesse. Uh, she had a big win at Morfittville last weekend, over 1,500. She jumps from barrier four and likes to go to the front. Um, on the short cornering parks track, as mentioned before, it's a big plus. She's going to be right in the finish, and I have her just winning it. The next best in this one is number two, Renegade. I think he'll likely take a sit third or fourth in the race and look to run over the top of the front runners late. He's going to be right in the mix and has the form at this track and distance, which is another big plus for him. He loves a good track rating and expects Renegade to be coming home at them late. One that's definitely over the odds in this race is number six, Perfect Command. He's drawn perfect in barrier two, has only 52 kilos on his back and has won over the 1,400 metres at the Parks track before. So... Another one who likes to uh, roll to the front and get, get moving in the race early, which will take him a long way uh, to being right in this one. I think he's way over the odds here at 25 to 1. A couple more quick tips for Adelaide. I like number three, Wounded Soldier, in race eight. He's due for another win and at nice odds at about 7 to 1. And uh, in race nine, number four, Lakani Rose. Uh, this is a very close race, uh, race nine at Morfittville. Uh, the Parks track doesn't really suit Lakani Rose as she always likes to go back and swoop around the field late. Doesn't give her her best chance uh, being at the Parks track. She'd much prefer being on the big open bend uh, on the main track. But um, I think if they can push the horse forward and find a spot midfield, which they don't usually do, then those tactics will get her a win tomorrow. I think uh, she's the best horse in the race and the one I want to be on. Okay, to bigger to the bigger racing of the weekend at Flemington, headlined by a couple Group 1 events there. The track should stay a good four for the meeting. They've been pouring a bit more irrigation into it this week, following a firm and faster-than-expected track on Melbourne Cup Day on Tuesday but I doubt it'll stay in the soft range like it was uh, on Thursday for the Oaks. Uh, they'll probably let it dry out a little bit um, after it got into a soft five um, for that uh, race day. The first race we'll look at uh, for Saturday is race six, the Darley Sprint up the straight, uh, this one being over 1,200 metres. It's a group one, of course, and, is, of co and uh, has attracted a terrific field um, of sprinters as they look towards the end of their spring campaigns. On the back of his super run in the Everest uh, a couple of weeks ago, I have number three Bivouac on top. He's a $3.50 favourite and deservedly so. He's probably going the best out of all of the horses in the race. Uh, he's won up the Flemington straight before and come second from his two tries, which is another huge tick. 
and I think he's ready to peak third up. He's going to be super, super tough to beat if he brings his best. The next one I want to be on in the race, and my second selection is number two, Nature Strip. It's no secret he's had a less than ideal preparation so far. He hasn't placed in his last two starts where he's been uh, a favourite or thereabouts, um, but he just loves the Flemington straight. He's four from five at the track and two from two at Flemington over the 1,200. It's as simple as if Nature Strip rocks up and finds his best, he'll win. On current form, he probably won't. You can't deny that, but I think you'd be silly to leave him out your chances because on his day, he is the best sprinter in the world. The next best is number nine, Libertini. I can't leave her out of my chances. She was probably beaten by her stiff barrier draw in the Everest, where she was not given much of a chance out there, but her win prior to that was just electric. She's going to have to win for the first time running in a straight line, but um, she's another one that if she brings her best, she's a flying machine and super hard to beat. So they're the three to have. Uh, they're my three on top. But number six, Zatori. He, uh, the last two runs for this horse have both been wins up the Flemington Strait over 1,200 metres, which, of course, is a pretty good form reference coming in, but has a big jumping grade here. Um, these horses are a cut above what uh, Zatori has been beating over those last two wins. But in saying that, don't leave him out of your quaddy numbers because when a horse is running well up the straight, you got to throw him in there. So don't forget Zatori. Race 7 at Flemington is a group 2 over 2,000 metres with a couple of horses coming back in grade here looking to uh, notch up a win before going out for a spell. One of those is number 2, Toffee Tongue. She comes back from uh, where she plays 14th in the Caulfield Cup a fortnight ago, which was maybe a step too far in distance for her. She gets back to a more suitable 2,000 metres here. And if she brings her form from the Turnbull Stakes where she ran second to very elegant by about a nose, um, she'll probably win this. Uh, on the basis of that run, if she brings that, um, she'll, she'll be right there. So I just hope that Toffee Tongue's not looking for a spell um, and still has a little bit of zip in the legs. In second, I have uh, number 13, uh, Ch Chalo, uh, she's a horse with a very nice winning record so far in um, her five starts with, I think, about three wins already. I think she'll appreciate the step up in distance here. Her wins have both, uh, all of her wins, I believe, have come from 1,400 metres or less, um, which suggests she may not get the 2,000, but her last couple runs over 1,600 have been good, very solid, and hasn't been weakening to the line. So she gets barrier four here, and that'll give her a really nice trail into the run, and she should be right there when the whips are cracking. One more in it, uh, number seven, In Good Health, uh, is out at longer odds here at about 15 to one. I think you need to consider this horse. Uh, she likes to get rolling early in the race, and it looks like uh, there's only one other uh, in the race that likes to get to the front and control the speed. So that there's only a couple of them in what is a big field. So what they'll probably try and do is get out to the front and control the tempo and try and turn it into a sit and sprint. And I think good health. What good health will in good health will do is uh, sit uh, one out, one back of the leader. And if it does turn into a sit and sprint, try and go past. Um, 
uh, past it at the line. So I think if uh, In Good Health gets the race tempo to suit, she'll be right there in the finish. And a big blowout chance at 15 to 1. She's a lot shorter. I'd have her a lot shorter odds than that. She won a couple of races uh, about six weeks ago um, that were very, very impressive. So they're the three for race seven. And now into race eight, and the feature of the weekend is the Group 1 McKinnon Stakes over 2,000 metres uh, with the top middle class, uh, the top middle distance horses um, having their last crack at the Group 1 class uh, for the spring. This uh, group of horses, um, the middle distance group, have really been dominated throughout the spring by Very Elegant. She's taken most of the chocolates off them, but um, she doesn't line up here on Saturday, which makes it very intriguing, very interesting, um, and a really tough race to pick, to be honest. The top chance, I think, has to be number nine, Arcadia Queen. She's been building all prep. She made Russian Camelot look slow uh, to win in a Group 1 over 2,000 metres just a month ago. So she gets that all-important good track rating here on Saturday, which she needs to win. All of her seven career wins have come on a good track. Her run in the Cox Plate uh, last start was quite remarkable, to be honest, where she ran fifth in less than desirable conditions on a pretty soft, maybe even a heavy going um, by the time the Cox Plate was run. And she almost fell over at about the 1,000 metre mark, gave up about five lengths and still finished fifth. So she was, she is flying up to this point. I hope that run hasn't taken too much out of her. But um, if she brings her best like she did a month ago where she beat Russian Camelot over 2,000 metres, she's going to be super tough to beat. So got Arcadia Queen on top. In second, I've got to give another chance to number seven, Dallasam. He had the worst run of the race in the Caulfield Cup, to be honest. Uh, he went the first 1,200 metres there, four wide with no cover, and was cooked at the top of the straight. Uh, he battled home well, as he always does, um, to finish, I think, 11th in the field there. Two starts ago, though, he finished half a length behind Very Elegant in the Turnbull Stakes, which is also a 2,000 metres up the Flemington straight uh, up the Flemington course, of course, um, and... None of these uh, horses in front of him uh, in the Turnbull Stakes are in the race tomorrow. So I think the ones that finished in front of him there were Toffee Tongue, Finch, and of course Very Elegant, who are um, not nominated for this one. So if he brings that sort of an effort, he's going to be super hard to beat as well. I think he's going to be right there in the finish. I have him probably placing second or third, but... Say if Arcadia Queen doesn't bring her best, there's no reason why Dallasan shouldn't be winning this race on the back of his Turnbull run. In third, I've got number five, Mugger 2. His cock plate run, his cock's plate run was just terrific, finishing fourth there. He uh, ran the widest of the group um, in, in that race. He... He went probably four, five, six wide around the bend um, at the valley, which usually leaves horses uh, with no chance on the, in that short straight. And uh, he ran a terrific uh, last couple hundred metres there to finish fourth. He'll need things to go his way in this one. He probably needs a stronger than expected tempo out front because he's probably going to have to go back from his wide barrier draw. But uh, if they do go out pretty hard in the race... Expect Mugger 2 to be closing in uh, late. Don't leave him out of your chances. So 
They're the three to have in the feature, Arcadia Queen, Dallasan, and Mugger 2. And that's where we'll leave it. That's it for this week's preview. Hope you've had a great, uh, hope you have a great weekend. And as always, happy punting.